living the Emmaus experience. Living the Emmaus Road experience. Have you ever set yourself up for disappointment? Expecting something great to happen. Only to have all of your cherished plans to fail. You ever had a real hope blotted out by a dark cloud? You ever had a wet blanket thrown on what you thought was a hot idea? If so, then you know how these two men were feeling here in this text. It was the third day after the crucifixion of Jesus. They had stood on Friday and watched all of their hopes for Israel die on a cross. They watched the one that they had witnessed doing miraculous things. They watched the one who brought hope to the poor and the downtrodden. They watched the hope that they had, Jesus, whom they had accepted and believed to be the king that was going to restore Israel. But now they have watched their king marched from judgment hall to judgment hall. They've watched their king sentenced to death. And now they have even watched their king crucified crucified on a cross like a common criminal. For some reason, my brothers and sisters, for some reason, these two men did not leave Jerusalem immediately after the crucifixion, but now it's been three days. It's been three days, and now they're headed back to their home in Emmaus. They're walking down the road on their way back. It's a seven-and-a-half-mile trip. They're on their way back, and they are sad, and they are dejected. They're sad because nothing has happened the way they thought that it was going to happen. They, they got their hopes built up only to be disappointed that Friday. For three years, for three years, they've been following this man. For three years, Jesus, they, they, they followed this man, Jesus, and they believed that he was the Messiah. And now all of their hopes have been nailed to a cross and put away in a borrowed tomb. So they're walking. They're walking along and they're talking to each other. They are talking doom and gloom. Yeah, they're, they're walking along and they're so busy talking that doom and gloom and all at once they are joined by a stranger. Listen to me. They, they're joined by this stranger and if you read it, it turned out that this stranger was Jesus himself. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 this, yeah they're talking doom and gloom and Jesus shows up. But verse 16 says that although it was Jesus, the eyes were holding Something, yeah, 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 something spiritually happened that they did not recognize him. 
They, 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 they didn't know who he was. Are y'all hearing me? Mark, Mark, if you read the, read the account in Mark 16, Mark 16, 12, says that, that Jesus appeared in another form. They, they didn't know who they were walking with. Matthew Henry says he, that, that this was a point where Jesus was weaning them from his bodily presence and teaching them to recognize his spiritual presence in somebody else. That sounds like a whole lot, but oh, oh, yeah, yeah. There will come a point where I won't be here for you to talk to me face to face. You got to learn to see me in somebody else. Are y'all hearing this? But, but the truth is, my brothers and sisters, if you are not careful, despair will blind you to the hope that's right in your face. If you're not careful, Despair will take away every bit of hope you got. Even when hope is right in your, even your face. This stranger, this stranger walking along who happened to be Jesus, this stranger observing their demeanor, he asked them, he asked them, what, what are y'all talking about that has you so down in the dumps? What are y'all talking about? What kind of conversation are y'all having that's got you so down in the dumps? One of the men whose name was Cleopas said, he, we know his name, we don't know the other fella, but Cleopas said to him, he said, you, you got to be a stranger. <laughs> All this stuff been going on around here these last few days. You got to be a stranger in this town. And, and evidently, you don't know nobody around here. If you don't know about this terrible thing that just happened Friday, you ain't got the news about this terrible thing that went on last Friday. You got to be a stranger and you don't know nobody around Say, so you, you, if you haven't heard about this terrible thing, then verse 19, the stranger said, what thing? <laughs> you got to make him tell the story. Got to make him tell the story. What? what thing? What thing are you talking about? Here, here's where it gets a little strange. Because they began, really, technically, telling Jesus about Jesus. Look at it, look at it. Here, here they are. They, they began telling Jesus about Jesus, this mighty prophet, this redeemer of Israel that everybody was counting on. We were all counting on him, but Friday they crucified him. All of our hopes were in him. We were looking to him to deliver us, but Friday they crucified him. That was three days ago. They said that there have been rumors, that there have been some rumors yeah, around that, that some women went down to the grave and they ran off saying that the grave was empty, but who believes women? <laughs> this is Bible time now. This is, this is Bible time. They, 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 didn't, they, didn't, they didn't, the woman's, women didn't talk. They, 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 nobody believed what a woman, but they, they said some women are running around saying that the grave is empty, uh, but nobody really knows what's going on. 
Now listen to what this stranger says to them, Jesus. Listen to what he says to them. Verse 25, sounds all the tough. Oh, fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ have suffered these things to enter into his glory? Let me translate it for you. Let me transfer it. Have you read the Bible at all? <laughs> That's what he asked. Have you read the Bible at all? Do you believe anything at all that the prophet said? See, they already recorded that in the Bible. All they had was the Old Testament. That's what he, that, those are the writings of the prophets. But he said, have you read anything at all that the prophets have said? They already recorded that the Savior would suffer these things. Before he was glorified. They already, the, the Bible says that. The, old, the prophets already told you about that. The, the, those sound like tough words. They sound like tough words that Jesus is saying to his disciples. Yeah. But, 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 but these were Jews. They were well versed in scripture. And now they're acting like they don't believe what the word says concerning Jesus. They believe what the word says, uh, then uh, they would have known what was going on. They would have known that he had to suffer. It's a strange thing, brothers and sisters. It's a strange thing that the world calls us foolish because we do believe what the word says. Jesus calls believers foolish because they don't believe what the word says. I just said something right there. The world thinks we're crazy for believing that stuff. But Jesus says something wrong with you if you don't believe it. So, verse 27 says that this stranger took them all the way back. They're walking alone. They're walking alone. And this stranger begins to take them all the way back to the word, <laughs> to the book. Took them all the way back to the book of Moses. Is that in your book? Book of Moses, that's Genesis. He took them all the way back to Genesis. And, 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 and then talked about all of the prophets and he began to explain to them all of the scriptures concerning himself, Jesus. Get this now, get this. He's showing them Jesus in the Old Testament. Let me teach a minute here. Let me see. Some, some of y'all think that Jesus never showed up until the New Testament, but Right here it says, this man took them all the way back to Genesis and started showing them Jesus. And I know you've known Jesus in the New Testament, but Jesus shows them that I've been around since the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was. He says, I, I didn't just get here. Jesus says, I've been here. Since the beginning, he took them back to Genesis 3.15 where Jesus spoke to a serpent in the garden and says, I'll put enmity between thee and the woman and between your seed, they, they, your seed and her seed and it shall bruise your heel and you'll bruise their head. He's talking about himself. Y'all hear me from Genesis. He took them to Psalm 22 and 1. He said, I know you heard Jesus crying out the other day, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? But he took them back to Psalm 22 and said, read it. He said, already, my God, my God, 
Why has thou forsaken? Are y'all hearing me? He took him to Isaiah 9 and 6. He says, Isaiah 9 and 6, for us, under us, a child is born. Under us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince. Are y'all hearing me? He flipped on over to Isaiah 53 and said, Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrow, yet he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes. We are, we are healed. Look at him. Look at him. They're walking along. Having the scriptures unfolded by Jesus himself. But now, they're reaching their destination. They, they, they've gotten to Emmaus. They're reaching their destination, and it's getting dark. And they were serious in that day about entertaining strangers. Don't do it no more, but then they were serious. And, and, and it was getting dark, so they said to this stranger, look here, it's getting dark. We're at home. You spend the night here with us. Spend the night here with us, and... And, and, and continue your journey in the morning. So that's what the stranger did. He stayed there with them. They went in to the home and they, they, were, they, they went in, prepared a meal, and they, they were sitting there around the dinner table. And this stranger sat down and blessed the food. And once he blessed the food, the Bible says, he began to break the bread. <laughs> and according to verse 31, it was at that point that their eyes were open. <laughs> it was at that there was something about the way he moved his hands. Y'all ain't hearing me. There was something about the movement of his hand that said to them, this is got to be. Maybe they saw the holes in his hand and maybe it was just the way he moved. Are y'all hearing me? Is there anybody who knows him just by the way he moved? You ever had seen it, God move in such a way that you knew that this ain't nobody but the, are y'all hearing me? You ever been down and out, didn't know how you were going to make it, and God moves in such a way that you know this ain't nobody but Jesus. <sighs> 31. 31 says that the moment they recognized him, the moment they recognized him, watch this, the moment they recognized who he was, the Bible says he vanished. <laughs> he vanished. The moment they recognized who he was, he vanished out of their sight. And they sat there looking at each other. And they began to play the tape back. They began to think back over the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't there no more, but let's think back over what he said. <laughs> You know, let's think back over the conversation. And they think back over 
the walk and think back over all that he was saying while they were walking, all of the scriptures, how he was opening up the scripture, and one of them said to the other, he said, you know what, I didn't want to say nothing. Because right. <laughs> I thought you might think I was crazy, he said, but, but I felt when he was opening up the scriptures, I, I felt something burning. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear me. Oh, you hear it all the time. Did not our hearts burn while the man of God talked with us along the way? Did not our hearts burn within us while he opened the scriptures to us? Well, I'm almost through now. But let's recap that day. Let's recap the whole day. They started out the day weary and dejected, heavy-hearted, and sad. That's the way they started the day. But by the end of the day, their hearts are on fire. Y'all ain't hearing me. By the end of the same day, their hearts are on fire with unspeakable joy. Let me ask you a question. What changed? What changed? How can you explain the change in their demeanor? How can you explain how I'm sad in the morning and that night I'm filled with joy? How do you explain that change? Well, look back over the day. They started out lonely. They started out dejected. But then they had a chance. Listen at it. They had a chance to have a little talk with Jesus. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, they didn't know who they were talking with. That didn't stop them from being Jesus. They, yeah, they started out dejected, but now they've had a little talk with Jesus. But not only did that, that's what we call prayer. Y'all ain't hearing me. But then not only did they pray, not only did they talk to the Lord, but then they were taken to the scripture. Y'all ain't hearing me. So they prayed, and then they were taken to the word of God. But then by the end of the day, they got a chance to see him move. Y'all ain't hearing me. They prayed, they read scripture, and then they saw him with their own eyes. They saw, are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, let's look at it one more time, and I'll leave you alone. Here are two men. Here are two men walking alone. They're walking along and they're anguishing over what happened on Friday. But now it's Sunday morning. Good Baptist ought to shout right there. Yeah, they're anguishing over what happened Friday. Let me say it one more time. But now it's Sunday morning. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, it's Sunday, and they're still, for some reason, uh, although it's Sunday morning, uh, they're still anguishing over the events that happened on Friday. But then Jesus shows up. Are y'all hearing me? He takes them to the scripture and changes their focus uh, from Friday to Sunday morning. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, my brothers. Uh, and my sisters, uh, we can't downplay Friday. Yeah. Friday is a reality. There is no way around Friday. You can't live your life and skip Fridays. 
But my brothers and sisters, the gospel message is uh, don't get stuck on Fridays. What you got to know is uh, that every Friday is just setting you up for Sunday morning. Y'all ain't hearing me. I say Friday yeah, is just setting you up for Sunday morning. No matter how dark it looks on Friday, if you can just make it to Sunday morning, y'all ain't hearing me. No matter how heavy your load is on Friday, yeah, if you can just make it to, to Sunday morning, well, I'm through now. Yeah, but let me share this with you. They ran back to Jerusalem. Yeah, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, look at the trip back to Jerusalem. Yeah. Now they've been walking all day to get to Emmaus. Yeah. But now the Bible says uh, that they got back to Jerusalem that same hour. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. They walked to Emmaus, uh, but they ran back yeah, to Jerusalem. Yeah. And now they're back on the road uh, heading back to Jerusalem. Yeah. And before they were slow walking, uh, and now with their heads down, uh, but now, yeah, they're running with their heads up, yeah. They run to Jerusalem, yeah, and they find the rest of the disciples, yeah. And when they find the disciples, uh, they got one message, yeah. And the message that they have is, uh, he lives, yeah. He lives, yeah. Are y'all hearing me? It ran all the way back here just to tell somebody that he lives, uh, he lives. Yeah. And you want to know why I got up this morning, yeah. I got up out of my bed uh, to come and tell y'all that he lives, uh, he lives, Christ Jesus lives a day. He walks with me, he talks with me along the narrow way. I see his hand of mercy, yeah. I hear his voice of cheer, yeah. And just the time that I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives, he lives, he lives, he lives within my heart. Yeah, yeah, yes. He lives. This day, this day, we proclaim this is our hope. This is what we know to be true. He lives. He, he lives. Ask me how I know he lives. No, because I can feel him. I can feel him. Little boy, little boy flying a kite one day. He was flying the kite and the kite kept going up. Up and up. And the kite got so far away until you really couldn't see it. And so people came around, men came around and saw the boy standing there holding strings, said, What you doing? He says, I'm flying a kite. He looked up, he says, Well, young man, he says, I hear what you say you're doing, but I don't see a kite. I don't know whether you're flying a kite or not. How do you know that the kite is up there? He said, Yes, sir. 
I know you can't see it. And I can't see it either. But every once in a while, I feel it tugging. Y'all, every once in a while, I, I can feel him tugging on the line. Y'all hearing me? Or oh, if you can't see him, just be still every once in a while. I feel him tugging on the table of my heart. I feel him moving. He lives. He lives. Our declaration today to a dying world is that Jesus lives. And the good news is that he's still saving souls. He's still saving. And his word is this. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. I'm giving you now an opportunity. If you're unsaved, if you have never, if you have not accepted him as Lord and Savior, I know you didn't get up to come here to do that, but somehow he has tugged on your heart since you've been here, and you know that you need a change. He says, if you will just move today, I'll save you. If you're unsaved, I will invite you to come. If you're already saved, and somehow you have just strayed away from the body, somehow... You, you've just been away from the body. You need to be connected. You need to be reconnected to the body of Christ. You're saved, yes. But you need to be reconnected if you're here. Let me invite you. Somebody ought to be moving now. The door is open. Somebody ought to be moving. Come now.